You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice and tips on making in the UK. So let's get on with today's show. welcome to episode number 198 of the Make It British podcast. So I hope you enjoyed the archive episodes that I left for you over the last few weeks. I took a bit of time out from recording and I have to say I've completely got out of the practice of what it's like to actually record a podcast. So today's episode might be a little bit iffy. But anyway, welcome to episode 198. Just three episodes to go till we get to the big 200. I can't believe it. So 200 episodes, that will be the end of series three. And then I'll be starting on series four. Going to take a little bit of a break between the two just to get some ideas together about what I can bring you that's a little bit new and different when we launch the new series. Anyway, on to today's episode. And I'm going to answer one of those questions that I get asked a lot. Seems to be happening more than ever at the moment, which is how long does it take to launch a new product? or how long does it take to launch a new range of products? Of course, it would be a very short podcast if I gave you the real answer, which is how long is a piece of string? So what I'm going to do instead is break it down for you according to what the various different factors are, which can affect how long it does actually take to launch something. So the first variable that you need to take into account when you ask the question, how long does it take to launch a new product is what is the product? So what the product is can have a massive impact on how long it's actually going to take. The more unique the product is, the more work that needs to be done in its development in terms of prototyping and sampling it the longer it's going to take than if it's something that is readily available, particularly if it's something that you white label from a manufacturer. And by white label, I mean you take an existing product that the manufacturer already makes and you just apply your labels and branding to it. So it's obviously much, much quicker doing something like that than it is making something totally bespoke from scratch. That's why there's such big business in branding blank t-shirts, because The printers will hold stock of plain blank white T-shirts and you just have to get print done. That's obviously much quicker than if you had to source the fabric, cut the pattern, make the T-shirt and then do the printing. So that gives you like a, you know, a basic example. But in terms of what the product actually is, can have the biggest impact. Number two is how many products you actually want to develop. So if it's a range of products, it may take longer. For instance, if the collection of products that you're producing spans across several different categories and requires several different manufacturers to make it, that's going to take a lot more time and effort and be more complex than if it's just one manufacturer and a few products from that same manufacturer. So how many products are in the range is the second variable according to how long it will take. Number three is where you're actually manufacturing it. Of course, if you're making it in the UK, it's going to be quicker than if you've got to get it sent overseas. However, it totally depends again on who the manufacturers are and how busy they are. It totally depends on their workload. So you may have a manufacturer who'll quote you two weeks lead time at one at one time of year, but 
another time of year, they'll quote you 10 or 12. But as a general rule of thumb, if they're based in the UK, they're going to be quicker than overseas. You would hope anyway. But just because they are based in the UK doesn't mean they can turn it round yesterday because there's lots of other things you need to put in place before you actually place the order for production with the manufacturer. So that brings me on to number three, which is it depends where the raw materials are coming from, how easy they are to find, whether the raw materials are made in the UK. So if you're sourcing uh, wool cloth from Yorkshire, no problem. Great. It's made locally. going to be much easier than if you're importing silk from China or India, for example. And it also depends on what your experience is in sourcing raw materials, whether you know where the raw materials are available and how long it takes you to find the raw materials and the components that you need. If anything, that's what takes the most amount of time when you're developing a new product. If you're developing it from scratch, is actually sourcing the raw materials and the components. The actual manufacturing part, once you've got everything in place, all the raw materials and you had the prototypes and you've signed them off, the actual making of it is really short. It's the finding all the raw materials that can take time. So again, that variable is what are the raw materials in that product and where are they coming from and how easy are they to find? Um, number four is how seasonal is that product? Now, the reason I say this is because depending on how seasonal it is may depend on how busy the manufacturer is. As an example, knitwear, as you can imagine, everyone wants knitwear for winter. So all the manufacturers making knitwear are going to be really busy in the run up to um, winter and their lead times are going to be longer because they're in great demand. Same with swimwear works the other way around. Everyone wants their swimwear for summer. So anyone making swimwear is going to get busy doing that in the run up to summer. And at the moment, when there's a lot of demand for UK manufacturers, you might find that waiting times are quite long because they're in high demand. So it's very much a supply and demand. And again, it depends if the sort of product that you're looking to make has the sort of factories that are really busy that are in high demand. Number five is, does your product have any extra details that mean it needs to go to several manufacturers, not one. So what do I mean by that? So say if you are making a product where your raw materials are printed and they've got to be printed before they can go to the manufacturer, or you are making your t-shirt from scratch and you've got to have the t-shirt made in a factory that's doing the sewing and you're having the printing done somewhere else. So the logistics of arranging all that adds extra complexity as well. So that will also add on the extra bit of time that it takes to work out the logistics of all of that and make sure that all works together as well. So any additional work that needs to be done outside of the normal manufacturing. The next factor that can affect how long it will take to launch a new product is packaging. So if you haven't organized all of your packaging and your labels and everything like that, then factories won't go into production and start making your products. So there could be a potential delay if you haven't ordered your packaging. So all of these things you need to have in place before you can launch your product. You need to have your packaging, your raw materials, which brings me on to the next point, you need to make sure you've had your samples made and you've approved your samples. So again, depends on what the product is, how long it's going to take to get the samples right. 
if it's a fitted product, you've got to build in the time that it's going to take to arrange for fit models, to try things on, for you to give feedback to the whoever's made the pattern, to make the amendments on the pattern. All of that can take time, all the toing and froing. I remember when I was developing swimwear for Debenhams, the amount of time it would take them to get the fit right, going backwards and forwards, was a lot longer than the actual time it took them to actually make the product. It was the time that it took to do all the fitting and getting the samples perfectly spot on before we approved it to go into production. So when you, someone says, how long does it take to launch a new product? Well, that can totally depend on whether the sample is right first time and how many samples it takes to get it right, because each one of those samples will take time. So that then brings me on to the next point, which is really important, which is how quickly are you making decisions when you receive a sample or a raw material or a question from a manufacturer, because if you're not making decisions quickly, that is going to slow down the whole process. So if you want to launch something really quickly, you might need to make decisions really quickly. You need to respond to manufacturers queries straight away as soon as you get them. So if you if you're sitting around umming and ahhing about, oh, I'm not quite sure whether I like that color, maybe I'll go for this color and you sit on it for three weeks. Well, then nothing's going to happen and you may actually miss your printing spot with the printers, your production spot with the manufacturers. So making quick decisions can really speed up the process and the amount of time it takes to launch a new product. And the next thing that follows on from that is how much time are you spending working on this project. So if you're going to just hope to hand it over to someone else to manage it, it may take a lot longer, especially if you have to outsource all the different parts. Maybe you've got to outsource the designing, certainly probably outsourcing the manufacturing, all these different things you've got to fit in with everyone else's schedules. And that can take time. And how much of your time are you spending working on this project and getting everything moving and chasing all these people and getting all the moving parts together. Things can really stretch out if you're not project managing it all properly and if you're not working on it full time. I also find that people do woefully underestimate how long everything will take, underestimate how long their own time it will take to do something and how long it might take a manufacturer to do something. I also find that manufacturers also, in trying to please people, will give a shorter date than it's really going to take. So whatever date a manufacturer gives you, add on quite a bit of a buffer because everything always takes a little bit longer than you think. So in summary then, to answer my own question, which is how long does it take to launch a product? There are absolutely no hard and fast rules. A manufacturer might quote you four weeks for the production from the approval of the pre-production sample and receipt of your order. But that's only at the point that they've got all of your raw materials and your packaging ready to go. So if you're launching a new product, there's quite a few different steps you need to take before you get to the point where you can order from a manufacturer. So those raw materials, the packaging, the design, the sampling, Oh, but it's all so worth it in the end. <laughs> but that is why I always say keep your product range as simple as possible to start with so that you can focus on just doing a small amount, getting it out there as soon as you can, testing it and then building more on top of that as well, because everything takes longer than you think it will. Now, to give you a second answer, which is probably more like the answer you want to hear, 
How long does it actually take to launch a new product? In my experience, it can be anything if you're starting from scratch from around six months to 18 months. And that totally depends on the variables that I've just mentioned just now. So I hope that's helped. I hope that hasn't put you off. If you are thinking of launching something new, I'd love to be able to help you if you are. I've just opened the doors again for my Manufacturing Made Easy program for people that want to develop profitable UK made products. So if you want to find out more about that, go to katehills.co.uk forward slash apply and you'll find all the details. Then I'll be back in the next episode with another solo show. And then drum roll, we have episode 200 of the Make It British podcast. Not quite sure what I'm going to do for that yet. If you've got any ideas, drop me an email. So thank you ever so much for listening as always. And I will speak to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Tuesday and Friday, plus there are bonus episodes occasionally. So make sure you subscribe in your favourite podcast app. And if you're looking to find British made brands or UK manufacturers, check out the directory on the Make It British website, which you can find at makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash directory. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.